0: It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. We're continuing our Off the Road series since April of 2020, connecting with artists around the world after the pandemic started. Hear everyone we've spoken with so far on our HPR mobile app and at hawaiipublicradio.org. Just look for the Off the Road banner on the right-hand column. Today it's Bonnie Raitt's longtime bassist James Hutch Hutchinson, whose resume also includes the Neville brothers and being a session musician working with many artists, both internationally and locally, as Hutch has lived on Maui for years. Hutch, thanks for doing this and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Dave. I'm thrilled to be on uh, All Things Considered and, and HPR, which I listen to every day, no matter where I am. So. Anyway, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, You're so welcome, man. Where are you right now? And is this where you've been since the pandemic began?
1: Pretty much. Uh, I'm in Haiku on Maui, where my wife and I live with our pets. I flew back here. I was rehearsing in the San Francisco Bay Area in January and February of last year to hit the road with Bonnie Raitt and James Taylor. We were supposed to tour across Canada in um, April and May. And also prepping for a new record with Bonnie. We were doing some demos.
0: And explain how the pandemic altered the plans.
1: So I basically, we finished rehearsals. And I I was thinking, you know, the pandemic was starting to sort of blossom. And I was in the Bay Area where, uh, of course, the cruise ship came. uh, I can't recall the name. Was it Hawaiian Princess or something?
0: Yeah, some kind of princess, Pacific princess. I remember that.
1: And it came from here, ended up in Oakland. It was quarantined there. We're across the bay in Marin, so it was big news. Uh, one of the first clusters was, I think, in Santa Clara, and um, you know it was all around us. Uh, things got started getting more tenuous. Uh, shows started getting canceled. So I flew back on St. Patrick's Day, and I was basically here till mid-October when I flew back to LA for a few weeks to to do some more work. Uh, we had some Bonnie warm-up dates planned for California, which are now booked for October, November. and The James Bonnie Cross Canada Tour is booked for September and October. So, uh, you know, people were already at that point looking into the future as to when we could resume
0: and on the note of some of the musicians lost to the virus hutch manu de bango john prine toots hibbert ellis marsalis adam schlesinger with your session background any connections to these cats
1: um i actually played on a manu de bango track years ago and wow. I, I remember it well it was for a, a french producer i was in paris and I was working with, uh, with Brian Adams on a record. This producer called me up. He said, oh, there's an African artist, Mano DiBango, and I, I was well aware of his music and his work at that time. We went in one afternoon into a, a studio in uh, Serain where I cut a couple of tracks with him. I wanted to talk about John Prime for a minute. Talk about an amazing writer and musician. His songs have touched so many people around the world. I'd met John also when I was in New Orleans, when I was at the Nevilles, And of course, when I joined Bonnie's band, he was, he was around quite a bit. You know, and Toots, actually, my mother <laughs> took me to the New York World's Fair. I think it was 65, but she took me to the Jamaica Pavilion. I got to see Byron Lee and the Dragonaires with their two guest singers, one of whom was a young Jimmy Cliff, and the other one was a young Toots Hibbert. Reggae was an unknown commodity in the U.S., and uh, that was my first exposure to Toots. And when I was with the Nevilles, uh, we opened for him a few times in the 1970s. And then I remember he opened for Bonnie in the 80s, and I played on a few of his tracks over the years. And there's a Willie Nelson birthday celebration video. I, I was in the house band and done in 2004. It's called Out Willie Nelson and Friends, Outlaws and Angels. And anyway, Toots was one of the guests. Oh, cool. And Ben Harper introduced him and played along with us for the two Toots songs. It was just a, an amazing night. I mean, there Dylan was on the show, Jerry Lee Lewis, Keith Richards.
0: Bob Dylan was there, and you backed him on this thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I met Dylan. I actually had the opportunity, the pleasure of introducing Bob to the, um, to the Neville brothers in 1980 in New Orleans. My dear old friend Al Cooper had called me up. And asked me, said, Bob wants to meet the Nevils. And I said, how many do you want? And he said, I I basically brought the family down there. It was Art and Charles and Aaron and Cyril and myself who went back to meet Bob.
0: And you had been with the Nevilles before joining Bonnie Raitt's band.
1: And worked with them from late 1977, early 78 till about 82 when I met uh, Bonnie in New Orleans through Ian McLagan, late keyboard player for the Faces and the Stones and for Dylan. We uh, had opened for the Stones numerous dates on the 81 tour and uh, Mac and I became really, really close. And uh, he was in Bonnie's band at the time. So uh, Mac sort of put us together a couple of years later and I've been with her ever since. Uh, the, hey, there was someone else you mentioned besides Monte Dibango and, and John and, and Toots.
0: Ellis Marsalis?
1: Ellis, oh my god. I, I played in a trio in New Orleans with Ellis and the great jazz drummer James Black. But Ellis was another one, a, a great loss to the New Orleans music scene. He had such an influence on so many younger musicians. He was a great educator. The first few times I played with him, I was in my early 20s, and, you know, he'd give me this chart, and if I'd mess up eight or ten bars in, he'd just stop it, man. i <coughs> say, what are, you, what are you reading? And James would go, let him do it, man. And Alice would go, no, man, we've got to play this right. And I'm like, wow. So I'm glad you mentioned him because he's, it's sort of overlooked.
0: Oh, and through the series, he's gotten quite a few mini eulogies, so to speak. And dial back a story. You mentioned having opened for the Rolling Stones while you were in the Neville Brothers. Any cool memories from that?
1: One that I love, and I'm not sure how familiar people are with Willie Dixon, but blues legend and rock legend, really, a big man. And uh, the Stones would have like a little arcade set up. They'd have a ping pong table. And I would play ping pong before the show with Bill each night. Bill Wyman, Bill Wyman you're saying? Bill Wyman, yeah. So uh, we're in Chicago where we're playing three nights. I remember it was Thanksgiving week of 1981. We were playing at the Rosemont Horizon so bill excuses himself to leave for a minute or two and i'm standing there with this ping-pong mallet and um this huge guy comes in with this entourage and i immediately recognize him as willie dixon and he walks right up to me and goes man you look like a bass player (laughs) (laughs) he says uh bill why i around anywhere (laughs) and i said uh yeah willie he'll be back in a minute And I said, man, he was such a hero to me. And he he just sort of laughed it off. And um, I was just stunned. I mean, that I'm even talking to Willie Dixon. I didn't really know how to respond at the time.
0: That's pretty cool. And uh, before we wrap it up, I was looking at your resume. And uh, maybe you've got an equally fun recollection from one of these entries. I'll let you pick it out. We've got uh, Ringo Starr, Brian Wilson, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry
1: Lee. 2004 2005 i was playing farm aid in bellingham washington i believe of course willie's organization along with neil young and john mellencamp and i was playing there with jerry lee and of course neil was playing and uh and willie and the usual suspects and neil really wanted to meet jerry lee they'd never met so uh i go up to jerry lee and i go hey jerry uh Do you know who Neil Young is? He says, not really. (laughs) And I go, go, well, he's pretty well known, and he's here, and he does this event with Willie, and uh, he'd really like to meet you. And I remember Jerry now going, now son, now killer says, tell me, who's this Neil Young fellow again? (laughs) They were worlds apart. Now, of course, they know each other well. We ended up cutting a number of tracks. But that moment was basically when Neil decided to sign on for playing on on a couple of those records that came after that, which were mostly duet, duet records. So it was funny, those little moments to me are like somewhat hilarious. I mean, when you get these artists who everybody thinks sort of knows each other and on the same level, but uh they're they're worlds apart
0: great insight into the music industry and we had a bunch today with longtime bonnie Raitt bassist and session musician hutch hutchinson he joined us from maui part of our off the road series and hope you had fun brother appreciate it
1: definitely all things considered i think it has been and (laughs) uh (laughs) but uh i was going to suggest you should keep this going somehow even after the pandemic It's great for people here they love listening to it right on thanks for everything you do man i mean it you know you guys are great
0: wonderful to have you being supportive of it
1: yeah totally
0: appreciate it and stay safe Uh, take care of yourself dave